Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Hello, folks. This is Lynette Fast. Thank you for joining us again on Art Talk Live. We are live at Noya's Art Gallery every second Friday of the month from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. And I would love to invite you to join us and bring along your sack lunch, uh, hang out a while as long as you want, and hear what artists do, what they think, why they do it and uh, just enjoy a nice social environment. And then you can also back up and hear more podcasts on kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live. And once in a while, you know, we are so grateful to our sponsors, KZUM. They will even air an episode here and there. So we um, are so grateful and have had the support of KZUM for so many years now. With me today is Mary Ellen Fulton, and she is a artist working at Noise Art Gallery for quite a while now, um, loves to work in colored pencil, and she has had some new adventures now into creating three-dimensionally, and I saw some of that beginning with some pop-up cards and has now um, become into some kind of full-blown sculpture work. So excited to hear what Mary Ellen has to say for us today and, and learn about her work and her inspiration. Such a creative person. Well, Mary Ellen, welcome. Thank you for coming in today. You're welcome. And I appreciate your time. Please share the time when you first remember thinking of yourself as an artist. Well, I've always been creative. I always have dabbled in drawing and doing all sorts of creative different things. But actually, when I actually thought I was really an artist was when I actually came down to noise and was able to put my stuff up here. Because I never really thought myself as an artist before that. Really? I am surprised because you you have a aura around you of enjoying life and enjoying vision and and just I can see you taking anything and creating with it yeah that is the one thing that I've always done I've I mean I see things in other things yeah and I make things from it I go oh geez that looks I maybe put two boxes together and go that looks like a dragon's head <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like you can that. make it yeah and you do, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's help people to know a little more about who you are and what, where you grew up, where, where are you from? I'm from here in Lincoln. Okay. I've lived all my life here in Lincoln except for three years when I lived in the D.C. area. And so you experienced art through school. Lincoln has through Lincoln had, High. Okay, at Lincoln is, High is where I really took the took the art classes and elementary design and that type of stuff is where and and my one art teacher was uh, Shirley Martin, and I just loved her. She was just really patient with all of us to be artists, <laughs> uh -huh. and. Um, 
I just, she was just very creative in her stuff and she always, you know, and I was always fascinated with how she did her stuff and, and I always wanted to learn more Uh and try different things. Yes. And you left high school and moved on in your life. Mm -hmm. And it was a long time before you came to Noise Art Gallery. Right. I raised three kids. Yes. (laughs) And worked like three different, three or four different places. And every place I worked, I always did some type of art stuff in there. And everybody kept telling me, you're in the wrong business. You're in the wrong business. Uh But I'm going, I always thought. This isn't, you know, this is just stuff. This is just what I do. You can do that, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never I really, <laughs> I never really thought of myself as an artist until after I was yeah. invited in here to, to Noise. Yes. And you to have be been in the gallery now for several years. Uh, it's uh, around five years now, I believe. Yeah. Three, well, yeah. Four to five years in there. Right, right. I have seen your work change and evolve as you've come into the gallery. You always have something new that you're working on. Yeah. <laughs> um, primarily, your work at the gallery is colored pencil drawing. With ink. With ink. Yeah. Okay. It's usually ink with included in that. Uh-huh. And uh, now we're seeing some sculpture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like a challenge. Oh, yes. I've, I've seen other true. artists put something in front of you, and you go, okay, oh, my Float this yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, as we look at your drawings, they may at first appearance seem to be a portrait or a still life or a landscape. And then you look further. Yeah. And your personality shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I start in any of my drawings and stuff, I always start in the center of the picture, in the center of the paper. Yeah. And I draw the main thing. And then after I'm satisfied with what that looks like, I go out to the sides and to the top and the bottom. Really? I don't have any idea how the picture is going to turn out when I first start. I just know what subject I want in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of weird how I do that that way, but that's how I do it. <laughs> well, how do you decide your subject? Um, sometimes it's just a feeling I have. Um, sometimes I see something that I think looks like a little bit of a challenge, um, and I thought, and I think, well, I'm going to see if I can't do that, and then I I draw it, and I keep working on it. And working on it, and then, then it comes out the way I want it, and then I spread out, put other things in the picture, mm-hmm. and usually you will not find my any of my pictures with just, you know, my entire picture is full. Mm-hmm. It's not just the centerpiece. This, yeah, the space is full, edge to edge. Edge to edge. And that I think is where, um, I think we're talking about the same thing that you might look at it and think, oh, there's a landscape. But when you look at it, there's, other there's things. more and there's hidden images. There's secret things behind a leaf, you know, uh-huh. whatever it might be. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I, and I work with colored pencil and ink and I keep layering my colored pencil and layering my colored pencil. And that's why they look so bright and 
Mm -hmm. and, and, and then I use a little ink on top of it, which really makes it pop. Yeah. So that color becomes very bold mm -hmm. and almost thick like paint, really. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people can't tell the difference. They don't realize that that's what it is. Yeah. When I do the um, colored pencil, they don't think it is colored pencil. Well, you mix colors. Mm -hmm. When you're layering like that, there's transparency, but mm -hmm. there's also not. <laughs> yeah. You're blending and becoming new. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. a lot of times I always use a Q-tip to... <laughs> To blend mm. with a little push more it around. Too, to yeah. push it around and, and get the colors to really blend good. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Well, if you saw um, Mary Ellen's work, uh, you would think you're looking at, you know, almost a very surreal or uh, photorealism. I, you know, she likes to draw things that look real and in place. And as I, I said, there's always a little surprise. Uh, you brought with you a photograph of your current work, which is a, a beautiful array of coleus plants. Um, again here, where does your subject come from? I like, I like plants. I had, at one time I had over 50 different house plants. Yes. And as I've aged, I don't have as many but I like to have a certain kinds of flowers outside, and coleus is one of my favorite flowers, uh -huh. or plants. I guess it's not really a flower. Do you generally draw things that are in your life? Because I've seen you oh. draw some pretty amazing dragons. Yeah. You got any um, dragons around? <laughs> um, no, I don't have dragons. But I like uh, fantasy. I like mm -hmm. a lot of fantasy work, and uh, portraits... I like to do portraits because they're a challenge. And sometimes I get them to look like the people, <laughs> and sometimes I don't. Oh. But, I mean, that's just part of it. Most, I mean, but they all have their own character mm -hmm. look. Yes, you know. that's key to a portrait. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, when you are working, and you say that you start in the center mm -hmm. of your paper, do you finish that part? and then go out, or um, you develop that area and then go out? I usually finish it to a certain degree. I might have to go back in and blend the air, the edges a little bit, but um, that's how it starts, and then I work in the composition around it. Mm -hmm. and, and it just comes out. I'm going, oh, like, well, I, I did one that had the toy giraffe, and it was teaching. So I had all these little stuffed animals around with the little books and everything. And I'm going, okay, I need some background. So I ended up putting, I think it was mountains or something in the background of it. Uh -huh. That I, I worked out and with all the colors and everything. So you're, you're, when you look at it, your eye can completely goes around in a circle all the time. You're looking for different things. Uh -huh. And then comes to the center. So a giraffe class in the with a mountain in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the whimsy for sure. Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, like your coleus drawing that, that I was referring to mm -hmm. has a little kitty face. Yes. Sticking out. Mm -hmm. And again, that was adding in the space, adding something of interest. Mm -hmm. And that one I did, it was kind of weird. I didn't do that. I didn't start with the kitty. I started with all the coleus, and I worked my coleus around, and then I had this sp 
pot in the, in the middle. <laughs> oh, it and was left going, in the middle. And so, so that one I kind of did a little backward. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It came out, and I knew I was going to put something in there. I just wasn't sure what, and I thought, mm -hmm. what would work out best? And then I'm thinking, well, you know, kitties always pop their heads out of different stuff and mm -hmm. hide and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I thought, kitty would be wonderful. But I just have to come up with a decent name for it. I haven't figured out a, a name. I don't know if I should do Peekaboo Kitty or if mm -hmm. I should do Kitty in the Garden or. <laughs> uh, you know, and you do bring up the hard part at the end <laughs> naming. And you're oh. really good at naming. Naming is something else. <clears throat> yeah. You it, have to. Do you, how do you find. How do you find a name? Like when you've worked through a piece, you always have really clever names. Oh. Sometimes I just look at different pictures on Pinterest and see what kind of names they have. Mm, and, brainstorming. Yeah, and I yeah, it's more of a brainstorming and I and sometimes then I'll write down like six or seven of them and and then I'll ask a few other people what, you know, about, you know, what do they think this would work? You know how? What's what is what brings to mind when you're looking at this as mm -hmm. a name? Yeah. And so that's how I kind of get it. Between those two, I might do a combination. Yeah, you bet. And most of your work is in the say twelve by sixteen um, inch range. No, it's eleven by fourteen. Normally. Eleven. Okay. And there's a few that I have done bigger. Yes. Um, but it basically it's because. I always do all of my stuff on paper okay. first, and you really can't find, and I, then I mount it to wood, a wooden canvas, I guess that's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you can't find bigger wooden canvases. Oh, you'd have to have it specially cut. Specially made. Yeah. So that's why I usually do it the 11 by uh, 14 mm -hmm. and then it's the process of how I put it on this wood without it bubbling and all this stuff. Oh what a challenge. Yeah it gets to be a challenge and you mm -hmm. have to work really quick because if you don't get it down just right it immediately grips it and you can't pull it back up. Oh yeah yeah. Do you use a spray adhesive? No I use a Mod Podge. I um, Okay. Uh, size the board with Mod Podge first, and okay. then I go back over the top of it when I'm ready, and I make sure the paper is cut exactly to fit that board. Uh huh. Because you know your paper says 11 by 14, and your board says 11 by 14, but that doesn't mean they always match. Okay. <laughs> and so I I always lay the paper on there first and make sure, and then I cut the paper, and then I put. I mount it on the board, and then I put a, after it's down and, and flat, I put a sealer on it after everything's dry. It doesn't need framed then. No. That is the presentation, the finished mm -hmm. board. And the 11 by 14 frame, or board, will fit into a frame. Oh, okay. It will fit into an 11 by 14 frame. Okay, so they could, a person could purchase it as... A finished piece, mm -hmm. in, and if they wanted the to put it in a frame, or they could. Frame. That's what. Okay. That's the one thing I always have tried to make sure that I, you know, if somebody wanted to put it into a frame, that it was a standard size uh -huh. frame. Yeah, 
I I find so many artists are providing patrons those options now, and it really does save a lot in uh, the purchase of a, a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it does. Because framing is very personal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, to your environment or your personal taste, yeah. and and buying the art and the frame might not match up for you. And I always finish the edge of the wood. It's always done in a black edge. So it shouldn't take away from the picture. And it looks finished. Uh-huh. And if you did hang it on your wall. So you always finish the edge of the wood. Mm-hmm. So it just so when you hang it onto the wall, it is a finished piece. And then if the uh, person that buys it wants to put it into a fancier frame or into, you know, something different they there is the option to do that yeah but they can use the x you know it doesn't take out of my pocket sure um you know it makes it cheaper for the the piece for the patron uh, yeah the patron when they buy it that if they want to put it into a frame they can sure yeah well you know here at noya's art gallery we really do try to make art available for everyone Mm -hmm. and uh, that is one of our techniques, I guess you would call it, um, that Julia Noyes has taught people. And I think it's always important. I always try to have have it wired in the back so you can so it's ready to hang. Um, on the smaller pieces, that gets to be a challenge to try and put a wire in there. But uh, sometimes I, you know, if they're really small, I don't do the wire. I just, you know, hang it that way without uh-huh. the wire uh-huh. because it is so small well I you've got to come in folks and see uh, Mary Ellen's work I do know she's available for commissions yes. also and so you can call the gallery 402-475-1061 and ask to be connected with Mary Ellen I think she could draw anything <laughs> that it you want it depends on on the type of picture that you want um like if you request a certain media i might not be able to do that Uh because i i wouldn't be comfortable doing it sure and it might come out a little weird (laughs) (laughs) a little weird (laughs) well we're our own best critics yeah um but yes and and that is so true of a commission you do want to come in the gallery and Find someone working in a style and a material that, that you're you're, yeah. you're looking at and expecting as an outcome, and yeah. I, I tell you, Mary Ellen can do the colored pencil work beautifully. Um, you would be very happy with that. So next time you come out to the galleries, uh, remember that we are open every first Friday and third Friday until 8.30, and Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. And Mary will, Ellen works the gallery, mm-hmm. so she's around. What else Usually, do you have coming I work, up? Um, the um, last Tuesday of every month is okay. when I work at the gallery, and then I am going to be in the focus room in December. Oh, this year? Yeah, yeah. you've got a big event. Mm-hmm. So we are looking at... Um, eight artists coming up in December Mm -hmm. for our focus room. And if you're not familiar with Noise Art Gallery, um, that is our guest gallery that uh, members and guests to the gallery show together. Uh, Mary Ellen will be showing with some sculptors, a potter, 
a um, couple of sculptors actually, a couple of painters, a uh, jewelry maker. Uh, there's quite a variety mm -hmm. for our December show. And Jenna is the one that's doing the show. She's the curator, yeah. 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 And she asked that we kind of pick a theme for what oh, pictures we're doing. And tell so us. I'm, I'm going to be doing plants. <laughs> oh, of course. Plants, basically, so it'll have some scenery and, and plants. Uh-huh. Some more still-life-looking still, plants. Yeah. And then still also life. landscape. Yeah, and landscape. Nice. So that's kind of what I'm trying to trying to do. I've got a couple more that I've got in the works at home that, you know, this month is, is, is busy and, and <laughs> it's coming up quick. <laughs> yeah, it does. We know about it all year and then it's, whoa, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you will come out and see Mary Ellen's work in December and all the about 125 artists represented mm -hmm. all the time here at the gallery. We are a very busy place with a lot of choices. And our the gallery is unique to any other gallery here in Lincoln. Oh, yes. Yeah. that That's what's really and awesome about the personal flavor of, valor, of galleries here in Lincoln. And the prices vary from each artist, and they're all, I mean, very reasonably priced. Yeah. Well, we, we would love to see you come in and um, meet Mary Ellen. And as I said, you can uh, commission Mary Ellen if you're looking at her work and, and you're really liking the style and her ideas. She is open to experiment and try things and yeah. also do the work that she'll feel comfortable representing you. Yeah, I made some geodes and little uh, paper mache animals. So I've done that. Uh, that's right. That We didn't even get into that whole 3D yeah. realm. She is so creative, and folks. And I've done a, a skeleton head, too. Yes. It's just, they've all been kind of a type of challenge. Yes, yeah. You do like those challenges. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it, it, it works the brain. <laughs> it's fabulous. It does. It works the brain. I love that. Well, please join us again here on Art Talk Live. We were visiting with uh, Mary Ellen Fulton today from Noya's Art Gallery. And as I said, we have more podcasts at kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live. And with our appreciation to KZUM for hosting our show. This is Lynette Fast, and please join us again. This is Julia Noyes from the Noyes Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.